No end in sight for Egypt's troubles. Today, Monday, July 29th, this is The World. I'm Carol Hills. Despite the military's bloody crackdown, Egypt's Muslim Brotherhood refuses to back down. Meanwhile, this reporter in Cairo says newscasts there are full of regime propaganda. I don't know how else to put this. These TV stations are just full of lies, day after day, hour after hour. Also today, pollution in Shanghai has gotten so bad, residents are scrambling for solutions and sharing practical tips with one another. We talk about, oh, what are you using? You know, do you have shower filters? You know, you know, have you tested your air? Here, it's a big issue. And later, we remember Gary Davis and the One World Movement. And he said, I'm fed up with the, the war system. I was in World War II. I now want to be a part of World Peace One. PRI's The World is supported by Medtronic. Medtronic Philanthropy expands access to chronic disease health care for the underserved through programs that strengthen health systems, promote healthy communities, and magnify the philanthropic efforts of its 43,000 employees worldwide. More at MedtronicPhilanthropy.com. I'm Carol Hills in for Marco Werman. This is The World. Fears of an all-out civil war continue to rise in Egypt. After a weekend when security forces shot and killed at least 80 protesters at a rally demanding the reinstatement of ousted President Mohamed Morsi, today Muslim Brotherhood protesters took to the streets again in defiance of the military. Financial Times correspondent Borzu Daragahi is in Cairo. He says supporters of Morsi and the Muslim Brotherhood are not backing down. After this uh, uh, horrific uh, massacre, really, of uh, uh, scores of protesters in uh, eastern Cairo early morning Saturday, you had uh, early morning today a whole bunch of uh, supporters of the ousted President Morsi going on a, uh, an overnight march to the uh, headquarters of the uh, military's uh, intelligence branch. Now, this is very provocative because they went to one of the most sensitive sites in the country uh, in a large uh, march. Uh, people were literally on, uh, on the edge of their seats waiting to see what would happen with dread and trepidation, and uh, nothing happened. It seems like both sides kind of balked uh, with Catherine Ashton, the EU's foreign policy chief, arriving here today. I don't think that the uh, security forces wanted another uh, massacre on their hands. And the uh, protesters were very well behaved as well. It's interesting, Catherine Ashton, this is her second visit in a month, basically since Morsi was dumped. And it seems like international concern is ratcheting up, but it doesn't seem like Egyptians or the people involved on both sides are, are really taking any heed. You have a very polarized situation right now in that both sides are sort of speaking past each other and both sides are locked in these very uh, uncompromising kind of uh, positions. Uh, the supporters of the uh, coup that overthrew President Morsi are convinced that they are totally in the right and that their opponents are a bunch of terrorists. They're being fed a steady diet of just terrible propaganda on both the state-owned TV channels and the private channels that are owned by businessmen with strong ties to the regime of uh, uh, Hosni Mubarak. And I don't know how else to put this. These TV stations are just full of lies day after day, hour after hour. Uh, meanwhile, you have the Brotherhood that has this sort of messianic sense of purpose, uh, seeing it 
being robbed of its historic birthright, an election that was fair and square, and see, they see this as being stolen from them. So they see themselves as in an extremely righteous position. So when you have two sides like that, that are so far apart, it's very hard to create any kind of space for, for the middle. You know, in your article today in the Financial Times, you write about the role of Egypt's security forces, that there, there's sort of a lack of accountability for the abuses by those security forces, and this was raised again in the weekend violence. Who controls them? Well, it, it's kind of interesting about Egypt's security ministries. They seem many, in many instances to be powers unto themselves. I think that uh, Morsi tried to some extent to uh, uh, put his own guys in there and try to co-opt the Ministry of Interior uh, when he was president. But he rarely made any attempt to reform it. He did nothing, and he eventually once again became a victim of it. You know, when you and I spoke just on Friday,